What's up, guys? Max here, back with another episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. Hope you're all doing well. Jacob, Justin, Nuggets, Rambo, Philip, with that member icon next to his name. We got uh, Nuggets got his learner's permit. Congrats, Chris. What's up? Uh, Nuggets is riding dirty out there, underage, driving around, and just admitted to it on the internet. So careful. Make sure nobody comes checking on you on the Scuttlebutt Show here. So, oh, you passed with a low grade. So glad there's another time. Um, uh, sorry, I've been out of the office, so to speak, for the last couple days. I've been out working on this documentary film that I hope you guys are somewhat curious or excited about. What's up, Audra? Uh, it's going to be an awesome film and a really moving story, and it's it's going to be great. It's going to be really great. Uh, I can't wait to premiere for you guys. We're almost done shooting it, which means I should not be missing too many more days of the show for it. We're looking at long weekend, Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to be doing the Memorial Day Murph workout this weekend, as always, as I do every year. I can't wait for that. If you guys are doing anything special for the weekend, I'd love to hear about it. Facial hair, disgusting danger zone says, I didn't shave today. I did not shave today. Let's see. Oh, you did not get the permit. Well, you'll, you'll get it when the time is right. Trust me. You have the rest of your life to drive and driving kind of sucks anyway. It only just makes you upset. So we have a show today. I know I said Friday would be question and answer Friday, but I do have some stories and I'm happy to do question and answer too. In addition to the story. So if you guys have any questions, let me know. Mr. Gloves just subscribed. Let's go. Mr. Givens, Mr. Givens. How did I see gloves? Let's see. Check out my scruff mustache. So, uh, I, I put that, if you guys read the headline of this show, we have to do better than this. I didn't even want to do the show today. It's true. I got home last night, kind of late working on this project, this film project. And I started going on and I knew I was had a busy morning this morning. I had a meeting that I had to attend this morning. So what I did was last night, I started looking up stories for today and, uh, Justin, it should be the join right below the video. It should, it should say join. You should see that link below there. If you're looking for it right below the video, and then that's how you can join the join button right below the video. You can make yourself a proud member of the scuttlebutt show. And I started going through stories and a story popped up that is just horrible, a story that's just horrible. And it brought back some really, um, traumatic memories for me of, uh, a, a dear friend of mine who was murdered a few years ago. Four years ago, almost to the day, I remember where I was when I found out. I remember the day it happened. Horrible, and uh, and I'll tell you guys about that at the end of the at the end of the show. Be, after we get through the stories, and I'm like I said, feel free to drop any questions you have for me about anything in the chat, and I'll answer them. But we do have. Uh, I just, I mean, every story today is bad, and it literally was giving me like depression about thinking about like, why are these, do these things have to happen? I get so frustrated at the stories and what you see on TV and the news and all this stuff is horrible. Thank you, Nuggets. I appreciate the comment. Uh, I've talked about this on the show before. I'll tell you guys about it at the end. Um, absolutely horrible. I mean, this is not a joke or a, a clickbait type thing. I mean, it's just a horrible tragedy all around. One of the worst things I've ever experienced in my life. And let's, uh, but let's do this. I appreciate you guys being here today. We are going to do the show. Ask me any questions you want. Larry D, what's up? Welcome to the show. I, uh, I'm glad that you're here. Happy Thursday evening in, in the United States. I hope you guys are all getting ready for a nice Memorial Day weekend. And I hope that you guys all take some time this Memorial Day weekend to spend a little bit of time in whatever way is meaningful to you to honor the spirit of the holiday. Um, I'm on my phone. doesn't say join anywhere. Well, if you're on your phone, it might, it might not on your phone. It might not on your phone. That's true. 
But if you go on this channel on YouTube, on a computer, you will. We will see each other in paradise. Rambo, I, I think, do you mean Okinawa? So, um, so, oh, we will all see each other in paradise, like afterlife. Is that what you mean? I hope so. I hope that's true. Uh, so, so what was I saying? I kind of lost my train of thought. So, um, oh yes, Memorial Day. So what I like to do is every Memorial Day, I like to do the Murph and that workout is a one mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats and a mile run. And it takes about an hour to finish. And I like to take that time to just think about what it must have been like in the, in battle, in war over the centuries that America has been here to have lost your life, given your life, sacrificed yourself, you know, volunteered for the military or drafted or whatever. Um, and Andrew Walsh just joined, uh, welcome to the scuttlebutt shellback. Let's go shellback status for Andrew Walsh. That's what I'm talking about. Um, thank you, Andrew. I'll, I'll, I'd love to talk to you more about that in a minute. So what over the hundreds of years, what it must've been like to know, to know that you were going to lose your life in battle and to hope that America lives up to the ideologies that we all stand for. That's the idea, right? You, you join the military, you believe that you're fighting for the, the spirit of the United States and what it can be. And sorry about my dog barking in the background. And you, in your last moments, probably are thinking about family, thinking about friends, who knows? I don't want to speculate too much on what somebody might've been thinking about, but I believe most people would want to believe that the United States can be the great country that we all want it to be. And that's the people that I want to honor Memorial Day and every day of the year is to try to be the type of person who makes the United States a great country, right? Be compassionate, be understanding, don't be judgmental, be accepting of all types of other people, stand for democracy, defend the defenseless and the indefensible, who, who, those who can't defend themselves, to, be, to, to, to spread the idea that you can practice any religion, you know, race, gender, creed, whatever it is that you have the right to, to climb as high as you can in the United States and that that idea will live on. And although you see stuff around you every day that drives this idea into your mind that that's all gone, those dreams are dead, that's the past, and it's never going to be like that again, I don't think that that's true. That's Sometimes those thoughts creep into your mind, and they do for me, and they did last night, and they did this morning, but I know that that's not actually reality. The reality is there are tons, millions, hundreds of millions of great people out there who stand for those same values, who want to make... America, a beautiful place to be, the land of the free and opportunity. And you should be able to climb as high as you ever could imagine in the United States. And that's what I like to think about on Memorial Day and try to live those values every day. So I hope you guys all get a chance to spend this weekend in a way that's meaningful for you. Let's see. Let me, let me check some. Andrew, by the way, thank you for joining as a shellback. Let's go as a shellback. That's incredible. First early access video is going to be today, by the way, guys. After this show, there will be an early access video for members. If you join at the tier, it gets you early access. So let's see. Nugget says, if you could say anything to the whole world, what would it be? I just said it. 
I just answered that question. Sorry, I just saw that question now, but I just answered it as well. Let's see. Your son's first Memorial Day in uniform. That's epic, Larry. That is epic. Where is your son? If you can tell me. Also, if you give yourself past advice, what would it be? I try not to think about that um, because if I, it's like that whole thing of, I wish I knew then what I know now question, right? But then what would I learn instead? You know, there's so many questions. I want to actually be shellbacked. Well, you got, you join, you got to join the right branch. So let's see. Remembering every American that gave their life, their country, I don't shop or barbecue. We just hang our flag and pray for our country. Justin, I think that's really nice. Also, to tell you guys, full disclosure, I'll be out partying this weekend. I'll tell you what, um, as, as we did in the military, one of the best ways that we always honored our brothers and sisters was to get together and throw a few back for them and, uh, and just reminisce, you know? Go out, barbecue, gather. That's what I, I mean, this is nothing to do with political or anything like that. Gather with the people who matter most to you and celebrate the fact that you can, you're alive. You, you can be with your friends and family and share stories of everyone you know who can't, if you do know somebody. If you can, if you can gather, gather and share stories and have fun and do it in honor of those who can't. That's what I like to do that I've in, in all the worst losses that I've ever experienced with the Navy. We always sat around and drank, or if you don't drink, that's fine. Eat, whatever, just hang out and just talk, you know, and just talk and, and, and share stories and share life experiences together. I think that's a great way to do it too. Um, let's see. Anna Parsons says, my best college professor for political science asked a great question the first day of class. What does it mean to be American? We all have different answers, and that is what's great about the U.S. I agree. I think that is great. As far as my family's history, we only lost one man in uniform. He was an Irish immigrant that died in notorious Andersonville prison in the Civil War. Oh, my gosh. There's still hope, Audra. I agree. I want, let's see. I did sail Merchant Fleet, but only made it as far as South Singapore. Ah, okay. Well, luckily, I'm a golden shellback. I crossed the equator at the prime meridian. Um, let's see, Monterey, California in school. Oh, Monterey is beautiful. Have you ever been to Monterey, Larry? Monterey is beautiful. That's cool. That's cool that he's in Monterey for school. That's awesome. Your daughter is back from deployment. Was she on the Roosevelt or in the Roosevelt battle group? That ship just came back from deployment. Shout out to anybody on the Roosevelt. I had several friends on the Roosevelt, actually several friends. So I'm glad that they're back and, uh, enjoying life. I've seen their Instagram posts and everything. That's great. Let's see. Naval postgraduate school danger zone. That is what's up there in Monterey. You're right. Uh, let's see. Defense Language Institute. Oh, yes. CT life, right? Is, is that correct? CT. Um, Monterey, NPS, all that stuff is great. I've been up there and it's beautiful. In honor for those who can't, the greatest advice that I have followed and that everyone should follow. Yes. Let's see. Hashtag super legit. 80 nautical miles away. You came so close. You came so close. So uh, keep dropping the questions. It's nice to just talk with you guys. Honestly, I do. I, uh, I do love coming on here and just chatting with you guys and seeing you in the chat. Andrew for joining Shellback Club over there. I really appreciate that so much. That support's incredible. Andrew is a big supporter of the channel and I love that and, uh, and it means a lot to me. It really does. It inspires me. And you'll get early access to a video as soon as the show is over. So we, uh, if you guys want to support the channel and you haven't figured out the way that's right for you, um, sharing these videos is a great way 
Becoming a member of the channel is a great way. Right below this video, click the join button and check that out. Patreon is a great way. Patreon is still the only place where you can get your exclusive Scuttlebutt Show Patreon t-shirt, um, including discounts to the online store and all that stuff. Scuttlebuttshow.com for all your merch needs uh, and wants. And if there's anything you guys want to see in a merch store that isn't, let me know. I'm always working on new merch. I just like to take my time with it and get things that are that are good um, before I throw them up there. So let's see, Fort Ord, live in Fort Ord. Uh, are you trying, what is Fort Ord? Fort, are you trying to say Oxford and it autocorrected you? Let's see. I'm not sure if I recall what branch you say you would join other than the Navy. Uh, I think I said Marine Corps. I think I said Marine Corps. What SF unit would be your favorite to join? Um, Air Force CCTs. Uh, my favorite SF unit that I would join, if I could go back and do it all again, I would try to be a CCT in the Air Force. That's the best. Uh, life, one of the coolest jobs. I like the autonomy, the independence that CCTs get. I like the aircraft side of it, but that's knowing what I know now stuff, you know, and I, and I don't like to think about it like that because that's kind of frustrating. Uh, but if you're considering, if you want to go SF, if you think that's the way you want to go, you want to be an SF person, an SF member of SOCOM, I would recommend looking at the Air Force. That's uh, really, really, really where it's at, in my opinion. It was an old army base, one of the biggest in the country. Oh, I don't know Fort Ord, actually. I don't know. it. I'll have to Google it. So, okay, let's do, let me, sh I, I just, I want to share a couple stories with you guys because they're, I got to talk about them. I got to talk about them because, you know, this whole thing about the military, the politics going around right now, the, the wokeness, whatever we talked about that earlier in the week or last week or whenever that was, all this stuff is so crazy. Uh, we got bigger problems. We got problems that already exist. We've got problems that already exist like this one. Fort Bragg, Master Sergeant charged with trafficking cocaine, and it gets worse. The story gets worse. Who are these two people here? I don't know. Maybe one of them is his son. Maybe he was on terminal leave when he got busted. I don't know. Let's get the details of this story. So we've got senior non-commissioned officer assigned to Fort Bragg, North Carolina, Master Sergeant E-8, was arrested May 12th for allegedly trafficking more than two kilograms. You're talking about five pounds of cocaine after authorities executed a search warrant at a home he owned. Law enforcement, law enforcement found the cocaine, two handguns, one assault rifle, and a hundred grand in the home of, well, and then they list the address. I won't say the address over the air here. If you listen on the podcast, you can go easily find that out. There, authorities arrested 40-year-old Master Sergeant Martin Acevedo III and his son, his son, Javed Josue Acevedo Ramos, who was only 20 for trafficking a Schedule II controlled substance. The raid was coordinated with the Department of Homeland Security. This case still belongs to the state of North Carolina. It is very probable that it will go federal and Homeland Security will adopt the case. Acevedo was on terminal leave at the time of his arrest. What that means, if you guys don't know what terminal leave is, terminal leave is when you are days away from getting out of the military, getting your DD-214 in hand and getting that honorable discharge with retirement, with pension, which is very hard to take away after the fact. This guy was hours away from being set for life. The golden goose of the government. Master Sergeant Pension, we got to be talking 20 three dollars $2,400 a month, health care for life, for his family as well, 
And he's going to lose all of that because he's still active duty. When you're on terminal leave, you're not out. You're not out. You're in. You're on leave, but you're active duty. You can get recalled. You can get busted. You want to fall under the UCMJ. You're military. You got a CAC card. You're in. So you're screwed. He's screwed. Acevedo's military ties were not initially disclosed in press releases when the arrest was made. An individual familiar with Acevedo's situation provided a tip about the incident this week. We can confirm that Mass Sergeant Martin Acevedo III is a soldier assigned to the 18th Field Field Artillery Brigade, said Colonel Joe Buccino, spokesman for the Corps. His command is aware of the situation. Wow. Wow. How are you going to get busted for trafficking drugs on terminal leave? So close. Danger Zone said he played the game and lost. Larry says the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Nugget says he looks just like your teacher. Whoa. I doubt he is, but that's that's creepy. Couldn't wait a couple days. So damn close. Like the Greek tale, almost out of the cave, but at the very end looks back. Mm. Let's see. Narco money. He played the game he lost. Danger Zone quote. Justin says my father-in-law is retired Mass Sergeant Air Force mother in-law, mother-in-law was a major retired. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Thank you, your family, you and your family for your service. Your father is a retired master sergeant in the Air Force. So that's an E7, is a master sergeant in the Air Force. And in the Army, that's an E8. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's going to be a really stupid prize. I don't know what kind of trouble you get in for five pounds of cocaine, but it's probably a lot of trouble. That's, that's a lot. Five pounds of cocaine is a lot. So you're probably going to get a lot of trouble. That's like distribution, trafficking, all the, all the up, all the up charges, the enhancements that you can get for that kind of drug crime is going to be probably included with the amount of five pounds. That's a lot. Um, oh man, crazy. It's always crazy when somebody around you gets busted for drug related stuff in the military, dumb actions equal dumb results. Very true. Uh, when I was in the Navy, I remember they busted some people at the barracks for dealing drugs in the barracks. Dealing drugs in the barracks, dealing, let's see, I think it was like LSD and mushrooms. Some dude was dealing them out of his room. People always think they will never get caught. That's true. And you take one look at this guy and he looked like a drug dealer. I think he wore like the, the natural born killer style sunglasses. He was just like a scrawny, like string bean style dude. He looked all strung out. Uh, definitely looked like he was on the diet, uh, that we'll call body by crack. He was definitely on body by crack diet. So you can't be, that's like a million dollars of cocaine. I don't know, Andrew. I don't actually know uh, how to price it, but a million dollars, that's a that's kind of crazy. Maybe though, because he had $100,000 of cash there too. So you don't roll with $100,000 of cash unless you're working with big money. So maybe like a million dollars, I don't know. I don't know how to price it out. Let's see, maybe I can Google it. Let's Google it really quick. Let's Google Google. And then I'm going to get myself on a list, probably. How much money is a pound of that drug? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. A quarter pound can be $4,400. So do the math on that. You're looking at about, let's say, let's say $20,000. So two pounds, $40,000. We're looking at about $40,000, according to Google. Google Google, Google says $40,000 is about what it's worth. So $40,000 worth of drugs, $100,000 of cash, weapons 
that I'm going to assume were illegal. Getting put on a watch list worth it. it. Yeah, hashtag super legit. I knew a first class that was five months out from retirement and popped for Coke. I knew somebody in a similar situation. A first class, good dude. I don't think close to retirement. An overall good dude. And, uh, and he popped for Coke. And then you go, wow, this person I've been working with every day has been on, on Coke, like daily. Because if you pop for it, I'm pretty sure it stuff's out of your system in like a day. So if you pop for it, you have to be basically on it. So I'm not really exactly sure, like if you pop for, 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 uh, what's the word? Like Coke or whatever, um, speed, whatever you want to call it, those types of drugs. I'm pretty sure they're out of your system in like hours. So you have to be basically doing it like every day. So the implication would be that this person was doing drugs while we were at work, while we like were around. And that's always weird. Andrew says, anyone who pops hot on cocaine, come on, it's out of the system in 72 hours. Yeah, no wonder he was so happy. So um, did I see a chat from Nikki MGTV that just never came across my feed? I saw it on my computer screen, but it never popped up over here. So I'm wondering if, if uh, is Nikki out there? Drop another comment. I, I feel like I missed your comment. We had a BM1 get busted for uh, stealing deck grinders, got busted and retired BM2. Those grinders were really expensive. Are you talking about like a needle gun? Why would somebody ever steal a needle gun? Unless you're trying to sell it. He was on the white claw dust. (laughs) Zoom, zoom juice. Nice. So, man, stealing a needle gun. If if there's such an epidemic of people stealing military equipment and trying to sell it online, I really don't understand that at all. So, you, for all the future sailors, soldiers, airmen, marines out there who watch this channel, do not, do not steal military equipment and try to sell it on eBay. You're just going to get caught right away. There's Nikki. Nikki is out there. Andrew says, I'm shadow banned on your channel. Yes, I blocked Nikki. I blocked Nikki because he was, uh, he's always harassing me on Instagram. He's always sliding into my DMs on Instagram. No, I'm just kidding. Nikki's the best. What's up, Nikki? Were you, Nikki was out on some kind of field X or something like that. And now he's back. So welcome home back to safety, back from your field X. I've got uh, our squad highlight reel video that I'm going to be publishing after this video is over for channel members, channel members first who have early access. So check the tiers and make sure you get uh, in the tier that has early access to videos. Let's see. Let's see. Shadow ban on your channel. That's funny. You forgot guardians. Oh, you're right. I did. Probably doesn't have the chat set versus top chat. Um, I, I, uh, I am looking at the chat as it comes through on my, I have top chat set. Top chat is set. Um, I should have live chat set. You're right. Interesting. Um, Nikki went to the field. Don't believe it. Hey, Nikki, Phillips says, let's upload daily. Uh, okay. Whoa, this is weird. I don't, I just saw a bunch of new messages. I did, I had top chat set. That's so strange. I think he was trying to credit his post-Navy handyman business. Um, so trying to outfit his post-Navy handyman business. Well, that didn't work out for him, huh? That did not work out for him at all. So I just updated my chat. I'm on live chat now. I was on top chat before. I was wondering, was I missing anything? Does that mean I was missing comments? Yeah, I see Nikki's uh, comment. He said, he said a cuss word and that's why it didn't come through. Whoa, what have I been missing? What have I been missing all these years? I wonder, I wonder what I've been missing. All right, let's get on to another story. Let's get on to another story. This one, the next one, worse than the last. The next one, worse than the last. 
Can we give Max stuff for not going live the other day? Two days in a row I wasn't live. So let's uh, let's do this. Let's go over here and talk about this one. Let's let's bash on the Navy for a second. I wish I could say I've never heard this one before. Navy chief loses anchors for trying to record female locker room. Come on, dude. By the way, quick update on this story. I cannot confirm. Okay? I cannot confirm, but I did look this person up. I did look this person up and I found a profile on LinkedIn with the exact same name, United States Navy. So I found this person's social media profile, but since I cannot 100% confirm that this is the same person and not just somebody with the exact same name and job, which sounds crazy, but it does happen. I'm not going to dox the wrong person here. But if you Google this person's name, you can find a picture of what they may or may not look like on LinkedIn. By the way, I hope all of you have LinkedIn accounts, especially veterans. You guys saw my veteran LinkedIn video. A former U.S. Navy chief lost his anchors in March after he pled guilty to charges involving him trying to use a cell phone to record the inside of a female locker room. I wish I could say this is the first time I've heard a story like this, but it happened on the USS Ronald Reagan to my chief, Chief Hunter. Same thing. Former chief boasts mate Douglas R. Lusk. Lusk. He was lusking for bad stuff out there. Pled guilty to two specifications of disorderly conduct during a special court martial, the worst kind. Wait, I think general court martial is the worst kind. Special court martial in San Diego, March 15th. The military judge sentenced Lusk to a rank reduction to E5 and confinement for four months, which is surely going to be paired with getting kicked out. The military judge sends him to E5 confinement for four months. Under the plea deal, Lusk waived his right to an administrative separation board. Waived his right to an... What does that mean? Assigned to Marine Expeditionary Security Squadron 3, Lusk was charged with attempting of the recordings at Naval Sport Activity Bahrain from March to June of last year. From March to June in last year. Three months. Lusk and his attorney declined commenting this week to NECC spokesman Lieutenant Commander Amber Lewis. Officials did not confirm where Lusk was doing his time, probably Miramar or something like that. Officials did not confirm where Lusk was doing his time. A California native, Lusk enlisted in 96 and made chief in 2009. Wow. So he was in for 25 years and he just couldn't keep, when I say couldn't keep it in his pants, I'm talking about his cell phone because he had to pull that out and try to record the women's locker room. Unsat, not super legit, not Bravo Zulu, just a total loser. So let's go back over here. Horrible. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Andrew, yes, joined as a member today and unveiled a whole new world of comments for me. When did it become okay to steal? It's definitely not okay to steal. Definitely getting in big trouble. Let's see. The army does a better job integrating. It seems like maybe that's that. That's my. That might be true. Locker room vids. What is this? Eighth grade? No, it's a lot worse than that. It's adult life. Let's see. What is wrong with these people? Nick Meyer, what's up? Welcome, Nick, to the chat. Great to have you here. Gamer with guns. Mama said better late than never. What's up, gamer? What's up, Nick? And what's up, gamer? Welcome to the chat. Welcome to the show. I hope everyone, I already, stay tuned after this. I'll put a couple clips up of my Memorial Day weekend uh, outburst that I had earlier, my my speech on how I like to spend Memorial Day weekend. I'll share that with you guys. They had shower vids to Boomer Boat when they first had females on subs. Like eight guys went down to prep and the others that watched the vids. What's his rank compared to Army? What's the question? In the army, a chief is an E7, and uh, a petty officer second class is an E5. So a chief is an, so he's an E7, went down to E5. Common sense went out with this former chief. Yes, I, like I said, I wish I could say that was the first time that I've heard a story like that. 
Um, so the whole thing about like, uh, I've seen stuff like that too, talking about what Larry said. So when I was on the USS Ronald Reagan, this is how bad the military is. Okay. People love to say the military is so great. There's no problem. Women are doing women for one, either they'll say don't belong in the military, or they say are not doing a good job because they're always getting sexually assaulted, sexually harassed. They can't do their job, all this stuff. You know, there's that the, the, both like all side, all sides have some examples of truth, right? There are women who join the military and they do a really bad job and they get in trouble or they get kicked out or they're not good at their job and all this stuff and are lazy. Of course, there's men too. Lucas, what's up? Of course, there's men like that too. Then there's women who go out and get a great job, but because some women do a bad job, the women who do a great job get this bad rap. Chris, what's up, man? Need to start taking control of themselves. Yeah, I agree with that. Now, let me tell you what really bothers me about this whole thing. The military has a problem where we judge women in the military based off of the worst that we've ever seen and men in the military based off of the best we've ever seen, okay? We've got every woman in the military is promiscuous and lazy and gets pregnant to get out of deployment and all this stuff. This is what people say. And every guy is Mike Murphy and Dakota Meyer and they're war heroes. You know, they storm the beaches and all this stuff. It is absolutely, it's disgraceful. And you guys know where I come from on this. I believe individuals should be judged individually and character matters most. There are so many women out there who can outperform men in the military in every conceivable way. By every measure and standard that there is, outperform men. There's women in the military who can outperform male special forces. There's no question about it that those people exist out there. There's people of, of low character and high skill. There's people of high skill and Wait, what does low character and high skill? There's people of low skill and high character. We're looking for people who are both, right? High skill and high character. We have this habit of just assuming every dude is this war hero and every woman is the worst. And it makes me sick. It's totally, it totally makes me sick. I hate it. I hate that. We got to do better than that. Chris says, true. Everyone liked this video. Lucas says, absolutely. If men held women to the same standard and not giving them passes, it would eliminate 90% of the issues. I think that the military should hold men and women to high standards in both ways, but what kind of standards does the military hold men to? Are you saying that there's not, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what you're saying, but we pretend like every guy is in shape. Like there's no fat out of shape dudes. Like there's no dudes who go on profile and then mooch off of that profile until they get med sept and then collect disability for the rest of their lives. Are we saying that that's not a thing? That is a massive amount of people who do that kind of stuff. That's why I've seen anyway, the women who work hard can't be seen the same way because too many simps want to pick up stuff for women and do stuff for them. It's true too. Hey, is it wrong for me saying I like women built like a tank? No, nothing wrong with that at all. Nuggets, nothing wrong wrong with that at all. I'll just leave it at that. So we've got, there are tons of dudes out there who are horrible in the military. Horrible. We just had, we just talked about one guy who's dealing uh, uh, trafficking coke, and then another who's spying on women in the bathroom. But if they're just gamer with guns, just joined as a polywog. Let's go. That's awesome. Thank you, gamer with guns. Gamer with guns and Andrew join in as members today. That's incredible. There are male slobs as well as female. Yes, Hitchens. There are males and females, both, both 
equally capable of doing good or bad. And we need to stop painting this brush of men are doing, all men are doing so great. And when they stand up for the national anthem at the baseball game to honor the troops, we give them a round of applause. And when women get up and go, oh, we all know women don't do anything in the military. Men, there are tons of men who do nothing in the military. When's the last time you saw a female Marine Coke dealer? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Like we had an E3 last drill cry because she was supposed to drive. <laughs> Wait, drive what though? Drive what? I wonder what, what did she have to drive? Like a Mat V or a, a, a seven ton or something like that? Let's see. Yes, gamer, welcome. Andrew and gamer. And Philip joined last week. Philip was the first member. Philip was the first member of the channel. He's the first channel member. Now, I got a shout out to Rachel and Justin, who both joined Patreon on the very first day that Patreon was open last year, something like that, or January. It might have been January. So thank you, everyone who's joined Patreon. Thank you, everyone who's joined as a member. I really appreciate it. You guys inspire me and are the reason I got on the show today, honestly, because I know that we have a great audience. And everybody out there who just watches every day, Nuggets, Lucas, Chris, uh, uh, game hopes. If you're out there, Justin and Rachel, who might be out there listening, Larry D, Partisan, everybody who keeps coming back day after day. I appreciate it so much. A five ton. Yeah. I, uh, I've almost cried having to drive one of those two. It's, uh, so, so the question of course becomes the question of course, Nick, what's up? Nick always, Nick always showing up. Nick joined the channel as well. This culture was bad in the oil fields and it's 95% guys. What do you think about conscription for men and women. I don't support it. Just curious on your thought. I 100% support conscription for both men and women. I think if the time ever came that we needed to draft again, we would need everybody. She isn't a wheeled vehicle mechanic though. Needless to say, she trashed her reputation and now does all the details. I believe that. You have to, here's the thing though about the military, right? I've, I admittedly, okay, at times that I've had to, to tow something, if, I, if, I've, if I've ever had to tow something, okay? So what I mean is a trailer on a hitch and I've had to tow it, oh, for me, that's stressful. Having to back it up, right? The way that you have to turn, you know, like whatever it's called, reverse turning or whatever, counter turning for when you're driving something on a hitch, uh, I am not the guy for that. So anytime that I've had to do that, it's extremely stressful, but here's the deal. You got to do it anyway. You got to do, you got to, if, if, if you're the one who has to do it, you have to just go, all right, here's the moment that I always knew might come. The stressful moments where self-doubt and, and anxiety start to creep in. And then you do it anyway. And besides, it's the military's gear. If you crash it, you just do a report, an incident report. Let's see. Am I the only one who won't be a member as I don't have a computer? Justin, <laughs> you don't have a computer at all? Well, I'll have to figure out a way to get you to join if you if that's what you want, if you want to join. Corporal Matt says the next world war would require everyone. If we went to war with China, we'd need everybody. That's exactly what I just said. Exactly what I just said. We would need everybody. So yes, I think, and this isn't even about like, well, if women want access to combat arms, they should have to be in the draft. We just need everybody anyway. Just, we need to throw bodies at the problem. Sometimes, in military, or maybe not, honestly. Have you guys read 2034 yet? The book or audio book 2034? If you have not, 
wherever Mudrock is out there, if Mudrock's still out there in the world, uh, I haven't seen him in the chat in a while. If you guys get a chance to check that book out, it's a really interesting take on what World War III might look like, and it definitely does not involve a lot of ground troops. Let's see, Gamer says, non-military but totally constitutional. Yes, let's go. I love, the, I love the United States Constitution, my friend. I do. My friends and I were talking about going to war with China today in class. Super not a fan. Not super legit at all. War with China would be surely catastrophic. But um, I think it's important that we don't get this idea in our heads that Ch China is massively overpowered compared to the U.S. and we would just get destroyed. But it would be horrible. She was convoying on a U.S. interstate and wasn't towing anything. Then she got out of drill with a wait for it. Negative COVID test. Okay, rant over this junior soldier. <laughs> Speaking of uh, China, John Cena. Oh, I saw that John Cena stuff. You know what's kind of crazy about that? Um, if I could just chime in my thoughts on that. Is athletes and celebrities who don't speak out against human rights violations at least acknowledging them as a real thing in China. Cause I mean, look at me. Okay. I'm sitting, I got my iPhone right here as if I'm the master of human rights. Okay. Any of us walking around with technology that was made in China, we have to acknowledge that there's a possibility it was made by kids, by unpaid laborers, by people in horrible conditions. But China's done some massive, massively horrible human rights violations. And the idea that you can't Mudrock. Oh, good. I'm glad you're here. So the idea that we can't say that we have things that we rely on China and China does some things that are useful to the U.S. while also being critical of the bad things that we that they do makes no sense to me. We can't just say that contradicting things exist. That's what always drives me crazy. We can't just say, yes, China is, you know, imprisoning people based on religion and forcing people to work in basically slave labor conditions and whatever else you want to be critical of China for. Then you have to go on and say how great you think China is and ignore all of that stuff if you're a celebrity or an athlete or something like that. By the way, reason I want to go on this whole thing, John Cena had that show Grit or whatever with all like military and veteran people doing uh, coaching civilians to complete like these obstacle courses to teach them the way because he loves America so much. <sighs> Come on, John Cena, looking like a little bit of a hypocrite now. So I just want, that's what I would call him out for. I would call him out for that. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Dude, I was a teamster and drove tractor trailers in New York City to deliver grocery stores to the five boroughs. She's weak, combo vehicles are no problem. I don't have a problem with China. China's government, though, and censorship is wrong. China may have numbers, but they are not trained. Mudrocks here. I don't think we'd be destroyed, but damn, if we wouldn't see massive losses on both sides and might just end in a stalemate, the loss or gain of an island or two. I think you guys should read 2034. Really uh, interesting book. Audiobook. I like audiobooks because I can get through those in like a day while I'm doing other stuff. Yeah, we kind of fuel those violations with the unhealthy addiction to globalization. Totally. From the USA, yeah, we all do that. Okay, we're all guilty. Every, me and all of you, we share in some guilt of benefiting from a global economy where we get things for cheap. That especially technology is recyclable hours after you buy it. This e-waste problem, and we want it now, 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 and all this stuff. And we're all good with all the things that we benefit from, things that we don't even realize it every day. But then we want to say. We want to be really hard on people who uh, say something good about China, but we all benefit from it. 
China commits genocide, but they help our economy. It's true. It's true. Let's see. But why can't we just say it? Why can't we just acknowledge what we all know is obviously true? This is what bothers me. Why can we not just acknowledge what we know is true and have an open conversation about it? Does that, is that too hard for us to live with? The only winners of war are those who uh, lose the least. Good quote. I'll check it out. Currently in the middle of Red Platoon. Oh, great. I'm glad you're reading Red Platoon. Have you seen the interview on this channel with the Red Platoon guys? Nick, I thought I was I thought he was a Marine, but turns out my coworker told me that he wasn't. Wikipedia confirmed and said military members wore a big part of his fan base. Probably not anymore. Oh, John Cena. Yeah, he he just his whole wrestling persona was being a patriot, consuming too much. Have you ever seen a new trailer to a movie with Chris Pratt? I forgot the name. Yes, we actually did a reaction to the to the teaser trailer. The Tomorrow War, I think. Tomorrow War. We can. People are just selfish. People don't want to feel responsibility. People don't want to feel the, 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 the weight of the reality is too much for most people. We need to lean into reality. We need to lean into what we obviously know is true. I don't understand. There are things that are just obviously true and we can't even talk about them. And that's what bothers me. And that's the scuttlebutt. <laughs> the movie Tomorrow War is out. No, it's not out, but it's uh, the new trailer is out. Let's see. It looks pretty cool. Red Platoon is a book about the, the platoon, Red Platoon, who was the platoon at the Battle of Cop Keating in 2009, October. Regal, T-Type, is, has the podcast Midnight Chow. He was there. If you guys see Regal, T-Type in the chat, he was at that battle. He was in Red Platoon. Um, and you guys can go check that book out. I highly recommend you do. It was... Authored, author credits to Clint Romache, who won the Medal of Honor from that battle. Let's see, he's starring in a show based on Jack Carr's books, uh, John Cena is. The big problem for celebrities and filmmakers is that so much of box office money comes from the Chinese audience. Yeah, I've seen that too, but let's see. Can't wait to see Quiet Place 2. I want to see that also. So excited. I want to see Quiet Place 2 also. I love a good horror movie. Um, I love the Red Platoon interview. Every time I read about Copus in a book or in a movie, I think of that episode. Oh, good. Copus... Unbelievable what he did out there. Unbelievable what he did out there. Yes, Regal was there. Regal was there. So every time Regal tunes into the chat, uh, he's representing um, for the army. He was a soldier and he fought in Cop, uh, Cop Keating. So I've got to talk about uh, a couple of these other stories that I have here because I can't ignore them. I, 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 let me first give you an update. Let me first update you guys on a story from... Uh, Last week, I think it was last week. Two Camp Lejeune Marines charged with assault. So remember those Marines who ran over those campers? Remember those campers? They were out there sleeping in their sleeping bag and they got ran over by a truck? Well, they've arrested the Marines who did it. They were Marines. North Carolina law enforcement officials have charged two Camp Lejeune Marines with assault for allegedly striking a tent at a campground with a truck injuring two campers, including another Marine. Lance Corporals Jonathan Chicas and Alfredo Morales were both arrested Saturday and charged with assault with a deadly weapon, causing serious injury after striking the campers in a Croatan, Croatan National Forest and fleeing in their pickup truck, said Major David McFadden, who we uh, referenced last week. Investigators believe the incident was unintentional, but you can unintentionally hit somebody, but you can't do a hit and run under any circumstances. Both victims were left with serious injuries that required hospitalizations. It was a man and woman, male Marine, 
female civilian. The female was released from the hospital. The male Marine left with severe injuries that might require uh, time in a wheelchair to recover. Morales was identified as the truck's driver and Chicas was a passenger, according to the news report from WCTI. The station reported Camp Lejeune authorities detained the suspects and turned them over to the Craven County Sheriff's Office after identifying Morales' truck. The Marines' officials are aware of the incident and are supporting law enforcement officials in this investigation. Morales, who's 21, and Chicas, who are 25, are both motor vehicle operators assigned to Camp Lejeune's 2nd Transportation Battalion, 2nd Marine Logistics Group, according to service records. Motor vehicle operators? What dirtbags? Hit and run. And it, probably because they were drunk. Drunk driving is what I'm guessing here. In an interview Tuesday with WCTI, the female victim, Sarah Rojas, said she did not know how much longer her boyfriend, Justin York, would be hospitalized. She said he suffered a broken pelvis and ribs in the incident that left him covered in blood. A broken pelvis is a very, very serious injury. You can die. You can be paralyzed. You might never walk again normally. Rojas said she did not understand how the driver could leave the scene after striking their tent where they were sleeping. I don't either. I don't understand either. She says, he didn't even acknowledge me or Justin. So I thought, am I dead? Why can't he see me? Why doesn't he care? It was just so much pain. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. So I hope that they're on their way to recovery out there because that's horrible. Just horrible. I'm sad. Sad to hear that. Gaming stream tonight or not? Uh, Nuggets, I'm going to take my dog out after the show and come back and try to get on some games, but I can't make any promises today. Celebrities are a joke today. I totally agree. So much, so many celebrities are just absolutely, they stand for nothing. They have no values whatsoever. But then again, I place some of that blame on us, the audience, right? Because we don't really give people the room to make a mistake, right? I, 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 I feel the same way about politicians. Like, I believe, my, this is my personal belief, that I accept some responsibility for why celebrities and politicians are the way that they are because I, as a consumer and a voter, right? I, and when I say I, what I really mean is most people, don't give any room for mistakes to people in, in public, right? One mistake, and we feel like we have to target and run down and destroy the lives of whoever made the mistake. I think if we could collectively give a little more space, give a little more understanding to people who are in the public, who are obviously going to make mistakes uh, in their lives, then we could do a lot better at expecting more from them and getting better results. So that's my two cents on that. But yes, celebrities have gotten really weak over the years. Man, this group of people that just hop on here for an hour every day, this chat can't get any better. Everyone here is awesome. It doesn't get any better than this. Eric, you said it better than I could. Thank you. are exactly right. Everyone here who jumps on for with me for an hour a day, five days a week, usually is a rock star to me. I mean, I love this. We're like a, a, a group. We're like a, a family on here, like a YouTube family, you know? And my, I was thinking, I was actually thinking about this, uh, walking my dog the other day. You know, I, I, I think about like, what if this channel blows up? You know, what if I get some, some greater success on YouTube on this platform? What if I get 10,000 subscribers, which is the goal for this year? What if I get more than that? What if 500 people start watching this every day? What if the chat starts going so crazy that I can't see you guys specifically? 
You know, I think that would kind of make me sad too. Like in, in part of the way I would miss the group that we have now because it's consistent with thoughtful conversations, great back and forth. I love the comments, all of that. I hope that that, uh, I hope that we never lose that. But then again, I want to see more people here too. I want the channel to grow and get more views. So I don't know. Whoa, Rambo with a $5 chat. Cheers to the chat. I don't drink alcohol, but I give a little love. You're right, Max. We need to own up for our mistakes and give him power to these morons. <laughs> That's true too. It's partly our fault for giving him all the power as well. Rambo, thank you for the super chat. I really appreciate that so much. I appreciate that so much. I saw a lifeguard run over people with a three-wheeler ATV at the Jersey Shore. He was distracted by looking at bikinis. Oh, that's awful, Larry. That's horrible. I mean, it would have been nice if they got out and helped, but damn, they left him there. Yes, my theory on that is, of course, that they were probably drunk driving. And so they had to flee to avoid the DUI. Let's see. Nearly missed the show pretty much again. Hello, Game Hopes. Game Hopes in the house. What's up, Game Hopes? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Depends on the severity of the mistake. That's true too. I mean, yeah, we not, but we, we, we destroy people for the littlest things or something they did, they did 10 years ago. RJ Diana says, what do you think about Cena apologizing to Gina? And call, oh, we just talked about this. Oh, uh, did you just tune in? We just had this whole conversation. Basically my thoughts are, I think it's extremely hypocritical for John Cena specifically to be criticizing China when he runs and without acknowledging also the fact that China does some horrible stuff while being like the most patriot, representing himself as like the most patriotic American loving guy fighting for freedom and all this stuff. Uh, it's pretty hypocritical is what I think. This channel will blow up. I bet you. Thank you. Getting better, avoiding boating accidents. Nice. Uh, join the discord. Yes. I was here when Max was under 1K subs. Yes, thank you, everybody. You came over here from Nikki's channel, from Donnie's channel. What's up, Max? What's up, Linus? What's up to you? Game Hopes with a $1.99 Euro super chat. Yes, Game Hopes, I do appreciate that. Thank you for being here. It's always uh, makes me so happy to see you in the chat. And I hope you're doing well out there in, uh, in across the pond and rocking and rolling. Thank you for being here today with us. Um, now, I, I did say... I want to get to telling you about, in, in honor of Memorial Day, telling you about my friend uh, who, who uh, lost his life, who was, his life was taken in cold blood a few years ago. And here's the reason, here's the reason that I wanted to get to that as we go into Memorial Day, right? This might be, you know, an unfortunate story to, to turn to at this point in the show, but I got to bring attention to this because I, this is so upsetting to me. Maybe we can write somebody Maybe we can write a congressman or something like that to do better with this investigation. But let me tell you what I'm talking about. Apparently, charges have been dropped against a suspect for the murder of a Navy veteran about to retire and take her kid to Disney World. So we've got Zaquan Steeps left the tiniest bit of himself, DNA evidence, when he burst into the home of a 20-year Navy veteran and shot her dead while her nine-year-old son watched. But his DNA at the crime scene wasn't enough to prosecute him for murder. Unbelievable. Steeps had been charged with second-degree murder and illegally using a gun, accused of shooting Charlene Riles. By the way, guys, here's Charlene Riles right here. Look at Charlene Riles. Murdered in front of her child at the end of her Navy career, getting ready to take her kid to Disney World. Somebody busts into her house 
and murders her, and they drop the charges because they do not feel the case could successfully proceed because all they had was witnesses and DNA evidence. Uh, I guess I guess that doesn't cut it anymore. Witnesses and DNA evidence doesn't cut it anymore. It was a tough case to begin with for years. Police had nothing to go on, Banks said. Then in June 2019, they caught a break. Steeps had submitted his DNA to Pennsylvania officials for an unrelated criminal case. Sounds like the Steeps guy is a real rock star, a real great guy that we need out on the streets. It matched the DNA Norfolk police had collected from Ryle's front door handle, and he was charged and extradited to Norfolk. But there was also a witness. Her nine-year-old son saw everything. This is what the nine-year-old son said. Ryle's murder started with trying to, with her trying to help someone. Around 8.30 p.m. on December 4, 2016, a woman knocked on the door of her house in the 500 block of Garen Avenue. She told Riles her car had broken down and asked if she could use her phone. When Riles turned away to get the phone, a man and a second woman wearing masks burst into her home. Absolutely horrible. Then the man shot Riles seven times and fled. As the mom was laying dying, the nine-year-old called 911. This is... Absolutely unbearable for me to read. Norfolk police have declined to comment on a possible motive for the killing and would not say whether detectives believe Steeps was the gunman or involved in any other way. Riles had just finished a 20-year nursing career, a nurse, a medical provider, helping people, saving lives in the Navy, and was getting ready to go on a big family trip to Disney World for the holidays. That was in 2016. She had a 15-year-old daughter and a 9-year-old son at the time of her death. Riles went to high school in Fort Lauderdale in the mid-90s. She played volleyball, ran track, cross-country, on the debate team, and was prom queen. And after graduating, she joined the Navy. Why would someone kill her? The only explanation family members could think of in December 2016 was someone tried to rob her and things went bad. And now the family has to live with the death of Charlene Riles. Here's Charlene Riles right here. Absolutely disgraceful. Completely disgraceful. And now they are not going to prosecute the suspect because all they have is witnesses and DNA evidence. And I guess that doesn't cut in anymore. Not even to take the trial. So what did they do? They dropped the charges. They dropped the charges. This person is just going to walk around for forever. And it's not like they might have been wrongly accused of this one crime. The only way that they got the DNA is because they got him for another crime and got the DNA and had a DNA match. It doesn't take a genius here to suggest that this person should be investigated for his involvement. But nope, got to let him just go. Just got to let him go. <sighs> Let's see. I hate things like this. Nugget says, I lost my brother a few years ago. Oh, gamer, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. Hope you have a good weekend, Max. Sorry I missed the show. Life's been busy. Today. Oh, Justin, it's okay. I was talking about you earlier as being an OG on the show. And a good friend of mine in real life. It's too painful to imagine. I hate it when bad things happen to good people. That's horrible. OMG, this, man, this world is made to throw just surprised at you. It just breaks my heart. The innocence of going to Disneyland with a child after a combat career. That's really heartbreaking. Yes. Criminal justice is broken. Do you think this jerk came to have a drink? Yeah, exactly. It's not like this is a good dude with good intentions on anything. Sounds like a poor prosecutor screwed the pooch. That vermin needs to be punished. Yep. Put two and two together. Yep. Doesn't take a genius. So... Doesn't take a genius to know that at least something, some connection is made, right? Maybe figure out who the other people involved were, do something instead of having this unsolved murder. I wish that was the last story of a military member late in their career being murdered in cold blood in time for Memorial Day, but it's not. Just this week, 
Military couple shot dead in cold blood outside their home. Unbelievable. Listen to this. Police in Virginia have identified a suspect in the double murder of a husband and wife. Double murder. Husband and wife. Both military veterans who were shot outside their home in Springfield on Wednesday morning in cold blood shot outside their homes. Ronnie Keandre Marshall, who's 20 years old, is wanted in connection to the brutal murders. The Fairfax County Police Department said on Thursday, police said Marshall was considered armed and dangerous. Still on the run. If you're, in, if you're out in the Virginia area, this person's still on the run. 9.30 in the morning in their yard. This is the suspect, Ronnie Keandre Marshall. So if you guys are out there in Virginia area, look out. He's driving a Nissan Altima. Here's the thing. This article goes on to say that this family, both military, the husband, Edward McDaniel, 55, and Brenda McDaniel, 63, were both military physicians. Edward was an active duty army colonel. Police have now identified a suspect, and they think they're driving a, a white or light-colored Altima. And the article, some of the articles that I read researching this show said that the neighbors in the community had, had given some information that the family was great, the parents were great, but the kids had gotten into some trouble, the, that, the, that the children of this couple had found themselves in some trouble in a bad crowd, so to speak. And earlier in the week, there was some kind of maybe a, a breaking and entering occurred at the house and that this all might be related, that this, this shooting is a follow-up to another incident earlier in the, in the week where somebody had come over and maybe tried to break into their house and then uh, followed up by shooting them. And here's the couple, Edward and Brenda. You see them on your screen right now. If you're listening on the podcast, this looks like a fine couple here. They're both physicians. They were both military the husband was an active duty colonel and he's seen here probably at the, at a ball or something in the army, colonel in the army. They were searching for a 20 year old suspect. The suspects are now in custody and accused of murder. Wait, May 27 police announced they had two suspects in custody. Oh, so here's an update. May 27, two suspects in custody, but it doesn't, let's see. Yes, they do have the suspects in custody. Let me give you, let me update that. They do have suspects in custody. So if somehow if somehow this is connected to their children, man, that must be horrible. Authorities believe an entry to the couple's house on Monday is connected to the murders. Authorities responded to a call about a dispute and a burglary in progress two days before the deaths. Authorities said the motive was a dispute and one of the two defendants was at the home on Monday, but the nature of the dispute is not clear. They think it's related to the murders. They are conducting an active burglary investigation. The motive remains unclear, but an incident that happened on Monday, May 24th is connected. So there was some kind of, there was some kind of initi initiating, inciting event. Brenda worked at, in the Army Nurse Corps, studied Doctor of Nursing Practice at Walden University and the University of Phoenix. She received a master's degree from Central Michigan. Said that the t their, their teenage children brought trouble into the neighborhood, is what friends said. So that's extremely upsetting news, too. Um, just in time for Memorial Day. Keep having boating accidents, unfortunately. Game with Gun says. What is, what is boating accidents a, a term for something else? Yo, guys, need your help. Is it mandatory to go future soldier program? I don't know, downtown. Does anybody know about that? I need your help. Is it mandatory to go future soldier program? I don't know what the future soldier program is, actually. Update, two in custody for the murder. Yes, this dude needs to be arrested. He killed the kid's family. There are many cases like this, believe it or not. She looked like a great mother, a great warrior who knows what goes on in these people's minds. Pure evil. I agree. Pure evil. Pure, horrible evil. Shame what crime does to people.
Yes. If their kids were involved, I bet they feel are feeling pretty bad right now. That's what you get. You, when you go into trying to be a tough guy or getting into some trouble or hanging out with the wrong crowd, it spills over. They were, the parents are probably trying to help them out and look how it ends. And because it's Memorial Day and I'm going to be out for the rest of the weekend, I'll probably be back Tuesday, your guys' time, by the way. Boating accidents are where my guns went. Oh, got you, got you, got you. Oh, got you. Totally got it. Yes, those boating accidents are really bad. That story is messed up downtown. Yes, totally. Is that like Depp downtown? Maybe. Maybe it's like Depp. So I'll be back Tuesday evening, your guys' time. Tuesday at 1800 will be the next Scuttlebutt show because I'm taking off from Memorial Day weekend to spend time with the family uh, and friends. Now, I just want to highlight... I don't know if you guys have heard me talk about this on the show before, but because it was almost four, it's almost a four year anniversary and it's Memorial Day weekend. So I just want to tell you about one person that I'm going to be honoring this Memorial Day weekend. And that person is Jim Solani, James Solani, Lieutenant Commander. He was murdered in downtown San Diego at the mall. He was just walking with his cousin when a man by the name of Arrow Morris, who had just gotten kicked out of a bar, decided to shoot him multiple times for no reason. And he died. And this was really hard. This person, Jim Solani, was my OIC, my officer in charge of our team, where we had about 60 people on our team. And he was he uh, our leader, mentor, and friend. Went on many trips traveling with him uh, throughout the world. He was he was great. He dedicated, let me tell you how great he was. He would be the first one into work every morning, the last one to leave there on weekends, supporting us around the world, right? We had people deployed around the world and he would take phone calls at any hours of the day. He would make himself available anytime. He spent so much time dedicated to us and taking care of us and making sure that we had top cover to do what we needed to do and get our job done and go on travel and everything uh, that he was our, our, just our hero. And he was about to start terminal leave himself and retire and finally dedicate the rest of his life to his family, to spending with his kids, who his kids gave way too much of his time to us. They, share, they, they had to share him way too much with us, the Navy, when he was here. And he goes out one night in downtown San Diego and gets shot and killed. In cold blood. For no reason. In front of the Madhouse Comedy Club. And when I woke up the morning after this happened. And got a phone call. Got a phone call from a buddy that said. Uh, Jim's been killed. I went right to where it happened. I was living near downtown. I drove right to where it happened. And the scene was already cleaned up. And it was already like. It was already like nothing ever happened. And I remember his funeral. And his memorial and escorting his family and it being just a horrible, sad situation. And the and one of the worst parts is there's no there's no reason there's no reason for this. You know? It was just random a random act of violence. And he's gone. And he's gone. You see if you're on the if you're listening on YouTube, you know, you see the picture here of him giving a presentation with uh with some of our gear and the photo there on the bottom right of what you're seeing. And he was the best. He was the best, one of the best leaders I've ever had, a great guy, a friend, mentor, and leader. 
and he's gone too soon. Right at retirement, right at the end of his career. Just like those other people that we just covered. Just like those other, that other sailor and soldiers that we just covered. Right at the end of their careers. And it's absolutely tragic. It is absolutely tragic. So along with everyone else who I've lost in the military, uh, who I've known who lost in the military, uh, I will be honoring them this weekend, Memorial Day, when I'm out there doing Murph tomorrow or spending time with friends and family. Uh, I will be thinking of those people. And I just want you to know at least that one person. Let's see. The good ones go way too soon. Thank you guys for your comments. Uh, it's been four years now and it still feels like it just happened. Um, let's see. Can't know how everyone felt. So sorry for his cousin, family, and you, Max. Thank you. Yes, if you read the article, uh, his cousin was wounded too and will have to live with that, the events of that night for the rest of his life. Let's see. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Nuggets. And thanks, uh, Mark, for the heads up on the stream. We're right at the end of the show anyway. So I, I, I just thought, you know, I know it's Friday. I know it's Memorial. It's Friday for me. Um, gone, but never forgotten. Philip, you're right. I want to thank everyone who joined the channel today as members. That's awesome. Stay tuned. I'm, I'm going to be publishing a video for early access members right after this stream ends. Um, but with it being Memorial Day, I want to talk about this stuff. I know it's a difficult conversation to have. Not all of those were pleasant, but we got to go spend the weekend now, Memorial Day weekend, honoring those we've lost in a way that's meaningful to us. That's all I ask of you guys. Do whatever, is for, do whatever is for you. I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but take some time this weekend to honor those who've given their lives through, from, in the service over the years that uh, have given their lives for our country. And I'd love to hear maybe next week what you chose to do in order to do that. I'm curious. And uh, yeah, with all that being said, happy Memorial Day. I'll be back next week, guys. Enjoy the holiday weekend. Spend time with friends and family. And I am out for now. And that's the scuttlebutt.